0: Sportsnet 590, The Fan. Good morning, fan, morning show. Brent Gunning, Sam McKee. Yesterday, Sammy didn't like my big, long spiel, so I'm just going to say good morning. How you doing, McKee? You take the
1: reins. Uh mm. Getting by.
0: Got to be honest. I feel like it was a little better when I did a big, sexy intro. I, got, I don't know that Get I by. need to just stop by, stop, so I could hear...
1: We're getting there. Um, yesterday, I played golf. Okay. Uh, I hurt my thumb.
0: What happened? I just, I'm just telling you what I did yesterday.
1: How did you hurt your thumb? Uh,
0: it was actually a, kind of a final destination scenario going on. I, uh, mm-hmm. We've all seen the movie. I mean, I always think of it with the logs of timber that if I'm ever around that truck, it is going to fall apart and kill me and maim me. I always mm-hmm. think that. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, I'm cutting a bagel. Barely just the tiniest of Nick on the inside of my hand. I go, "Mm, that's not good. Then a couple hours later, just catch it in a door going, "Mm, this is keeps getting worse. I don't like where this is going. And then yesterday I had to fix the cleats on my golf shoe, and I have this, like, tool yeah, yeah. that has a lot of... But it's not the tool. I had to, like, buy it special because it has a lot of teeth to get in there when it's okay. a really mangled one. Okay. And even that wasn't working. So I had to get the flathead screwdriver out and just pry it loose, and I just jutted myself really good in the, like, little crux of the thumb and palm area. So it just... It hurts. That's all. I'm just telling you what I did yesterday.
1: Okay. Real exciting life, I lead. Yeah, that, I know. that was yeah a thrilling story hey. there. Um... I saw a hole-in-one yesterday. That's way better. Yeah, I saw a hole-in-one yesterday, a group in front of me. I played at Grand Niagara with my uh, 86-year-old uncle, who I think shot 91 yesterday. <clears throat> and I with my dad.
0: Had to shave a couple strokes. Got to shoot the age.
1: It was really, really impressive. He shot 84 the other day, apparently. So he impressive. He gets around really well. It was a great day. I saw an ace. And then last night, I rushed home from Niagara to get home in time for uh, Swansea softball, which I really love playing. And in the first inning... A guy on their team turned an unassisted triple play wow. in softball. Wow. So I saw an ace and then an unassisted triple play in softball. A little I'm sour not, about one of I'm, one I'm, of those more than the other. I'm not sure which is more impressive or improbable. I do. I am. I, I think – I actually think the unassisted triple no. play is more improbable in, in no. a Swansea softball league. Well, I think that's the problem
0: is that it's like there's a, there's a ceiling – to the excitement I can give something in, and this is no disrespect to the great village, I believe it is known yes. of Swansea. Yes, it is. But I just, we can only climb so high on the ladder, whereas this other person in front of you actually accomplished something. And, this other guy and, was playing Swansea softball.
1: And I will say, a very uh, subdued reaction from, from the group him in front of us, yeah. It oh, was, from the group. Okay, yeah, we're back no, to the real sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The real sport. Yeah. Baseball is way more of a real yeah, sport baseball than golf. Yeah, yeah, baseball. Same with softball. I, a lot more running in softball than there is in any in, I, ever done in golf.
0: I don't know. I actually think my glutes would get way more activated through eighteen I was than it would. A
1: lot last time. My
0: legs are actually killing me. But well, um, put a little pop in that stroke, and you wouldn't have to run so fast.
1: Um, there's no fence. So even if you put pop in it, that is, you can still come on. It's better to keep it straight and low (laughs) than it is to hit it high and softball. There's no, there's no, I Um, I do not disagree. And they're just a bit of a subdued reaction. Hmm. Like just, you know, they weren't like, they yucked it up a little bit, but like, you know, high fives. Yeah. Like, but like not over the top. Which I was expecting. It was his first For one. For sure, of course. Guys, first one, went and saw him in the parking lot after, said congratulations to him. He was afraid to go in the clubhouse. I think he didn't want yeah. to buy everybody beers. So not, he. Not uh, surprised.
0: Dumbest tradition in sport.
1: Uh, I think it's kind of a cheap old move. I mean, there's. Yeah, it's dumb, but it's still a tradition. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, both things can be true. If you get your, if you get an ace, you go into the clubhouse. You get your. And you buy the boys around, yeah. at least. Well, like, well you gotta you buy. Go, you go tell everybody's. A
0: lot of times. You can't go in. He, I know. Well, this is what I mean. A lot of times you have a plaque. There's a flag you can buy, all that stuff. And right?
1: unfortunately. The the um got the course yes uh, is getting paved oh they're putting up a they're putting a condo development there of course yep. so they're they're paving paradise put up a yep. parking lot yeah. and Beat me so too. he said that it was like I wanted to you know I, the guy went in his in his group right. and he's like hey. We you know, this, this is it. Might be the last ace you ever got at, the, mm. at this course. You should come in here, and the guys just who's sitting in the parking lot on his phone texting people. I'm like, this Good guy stuff. handled the ace poorly. He did. I hope he's not listening because I gave him a big dap and I said, congratulations on your one, buddy. And he's like, it was my first one. I'm like, God, you just got to do the things. I know you got to eat. You it, just right? got go to you got to go do the things. Got to buy the round for the fellas. Yeah, we. If there's people in the clubhouse, you got to you got to go in there and spend your 50 bucks on a round of yep. beers for six guys. How yep. much it's going to cost you? No, I'm probably going to cost you $100 yeah, I in say, Niagara. Not, not cheap. You got to yeah. go get your plaque. Yeah. You got to go get your, like you said, all the stuff. Yeah. You can't just be like slink away in the parking lot and be like, thanks, fellas. See ya. Like, uh, to me, that does that, kind of drive me nuts because I don't have one. And I, I don't think it's that dumb a tradition. It's great.
0: No, it's a dumb tradition. Why? Everybody should buy you a drink. Mm. You did the thing. Like, it, like I have no problem with there being a tradition for a hole in one. It's just really dumb that I have to cut a check after doing the thing. I should have to, I should have, the only check I should be cutting is for my Uber. When so, I leave there, because I can't drive home.
1: So, uh, just because someone texted in, and I'm going to service this one person. Sure. Somebody texted in and said, how Is do you Is it the guy get, who hates golf? No, He said, how do you get an unassisted triple play? Please explain. Oh, I,
0: I'll let you, but... Thank I, you. That's pretty self-sufficiency.
1: So, uh, our leadoff hitter was on second. I was on first. And Chrissy Rutherford. Yes. Uh, Sportsnet writer. Legend. Excellent writer. One of the best writers in the country
0: only thing Hit, better than a writing is a radio voice. Hits,
1: hits a ground ball to short. Okay. Shortstop tags the guy on, on second. Crissy just rolling over on it. Yeah. Tags the guy on second. Steps on second base. Gets yep. me out and chucks it to first. There you go. Bing, bing, boom. Is that... I guess... Yeah, because he tagged the guy. At, yeah, but, he, he, but the first baseman was involved. Well, I mean, no. Unassisted triple play is... I mean, isn't that... No, I don't. Think, no, he, he has throw? to
0: get all of them by himself. The guys in the behind the glass are going. What do you? There's oh, okay. another so it guy wasn't involved. An triple play. No, it was just a triple play.
1: Well, the guy did it all by himself for a throw. Well, right? I mean, like the for as a guy
0: who played first base, you know, sometimes catching it is important.
1: Oh, I mean, it was just right in the head. It was right there. So. Okay. okay, I mean, whatever. I screwed it up, guys. It wasn't on i I'm proud of this. I'm proud, of this. I'm proud of this guy. Play. Still cool. Yeah. so how but, do you get a trip on a sister triple play
0: uh you have to have runners
1: who don't know what they're doing yeah, basically okay, okay, yeah. I saw that once at Blue Jays game yeah but yeah <laughs> base go. is loaded with Jose Bautista at the dish oh. and it ended very really quickly against the St. Louis Cardinals yeah uh, uh cool. Adam and yeah. Adam and Tottenham yeah. agrees with me dumb rule I I don't think it's that dumb like it's just I, you know there's a lot of dumb traditions or like weird traditions but it's just a little weird do I most think- of them require the guy or girl who accomplishes something to get off their wallet I think it's just such an incredible agreed feat that you should I, just do what you do. I,
0: I would do exactly what – I want to be clear. I'm walking in there, and I'm – I mean, maybe I'm not going this far, but it's like we love our place, Burlington Springs. That loudspeaker on the first tee, you can hear all across the property. It's like mm-hmm. I want them announcing it there. There. This guy has made an ace. Like, yeah. I want all the accolades. Mm-hmm. So I got no problem with mm-hmm. it. And I guess that's the other part of it, too, is if you're buying everybody a drink, it's mm-hmm. like everybody knows where did this come from? That guy right there. So I understand that part of it, but I don't know. Just seemed a little backwards to me. Still does. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Okay. Agree to disagree. Uh, we'll move I'm on. I'm sour
1: about my unassisted triple play. I feel like a dumbball.
0: Well, I mean, I would love to console you, but no, I feel like a we dumb could ball. have. We could have had this conversation I read my tweet
1: from last night oh my god yeah. you tweeted about I did, it I fake did.
0: news yeah you're fake spreading news. disinformation yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna Elon's tell the, coming for me I'm gonna I'm what? gonna tell the folks at City News 680 have you hauled off to jail I was so excited I, I know just, and you're wrong God I've been bad buddy, baseball guy I have been there a million million times of getting way too excited about something and jumping to the thing
1: and it wasn't about my team I know yeah Oh, well okay hey I had a good night at the dish last night though you a did Two rips, a couple RBIs. You want to give me the full good, line? Nah, no, I, I don't really remember. Okay, I was up. We were up a lot. I think we won 15-7, but I was up a lot. Got on base a lot. Bunch of athletes there. Made a, a bunch tight of defensive game. Fifteen to seven. Wow, I made a bunch of good plays at the hot corner. It was good. Okay, I'm proud go. of you. Hot corner.
0: Uh, that is a that is a tough softball position. That is a primo uh, dental work position. if yeah, you don't attention. get I don't get in front of balls too often. A lot of a lot of
1: a little ole action.
0: Whoa. Okay, a little flamingo uh, there <laughs> from from you, uh, Alec Manoa. Getting the ball tonight? Would you? Would you have uh, any interest in discussing that?
1: Seems pretty big. Um, I think we should, I mean, yeah. I mean, just, there's, it hasn't <laughs> happened, so I, I think it's. And we've talked about it at nausea in the last couple of days. I think it's you know really interesting to watch, but I really have no idea what that what's going to come out of this. Yep. He's facing an excellent lineup in the in the Padres. They they're having a bad year, mm-hmm. but like the way they run it down, it's a, it's a good lineup. This is not the Detroit Tigers we're nope. talking about here. So I'm really interested to see how it goes, but I think I think. Your guess is as good as mine, as good as, like, if you want to text in and tell us what you're expecting from a Noah, go ahead. But I really, like everyone I asked yesterday, I have no idea what to expect. You could tell me a hundred different outcomes, and I believe them all. It's just going to be a really, really interesting thing to see him go up against a really good lineup here. And after giving up 11 runs runs to a Florida Gulf Coast team less than a month ago. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, he obviously, crowd's going to be locked in. Big game, team turning it around, coming off the sweep. You got the off day. He has the ball. No Gosman for now, anyways. We'll see when we see him again. This is a spot where he can get back to feeling like. Alec Manoa of old, right? He comes out, he dominates, or even just has a solid start. Gives you the old QS, a little quality start action, and you can start to build off this. So I think it's a a kind of, I won't say a tipping point game, because I think until we see a run of four or five of them, you're going to continue to have the this little bit of wonder. But I think a lot of people will be swayed a big, big way, should it go the, the way you want tonight. Uh, other things from, from baseball, Shohei.
1: Yeah, this is way more sexy to me. Shohei Otani, did you see the home run and the, the bat flip last night?
0: I did. <laughs> Basically dead center, just just out of the reach of old Yankees and Harrison Bader. I don't know field. who the
1: hell plays the Yankees. The Yankees, I, they're, they're the they're worst team in the AL East now. They have a lineup full of has-beens. Uh, I don't know <laughs> who plays for them. I just, it's it's really weird to see the Yankees like that. Yes, it's, it I'm, is. I'm so shocked that they're this bad, but um, I – you know, I listened to the call. I watched. All, I didn't watch the game live. Clearly, I was snoring for two hours by then.
0: But I was. If if I had found out two weeks into this or a week and change into this that you'd been staying up watching Angels games, it really would have explained a lot about yeah, no, your,
1: uh, your crotchety no, I, nature. I sleep eight hours. It's just I can't get up. Um, <laughs> I just in awe again. And this is what is this three, four straight games of the home run for Shohei Otani? It's a lot. He's up to thirty five home runs in the season. Like, I think, I don't know, I'm not good at math, but the on-pace numbers, he's got to be getting pretty close to on-pace for what Aaron Judge had last year. Like, there's not, you mm-hmm. know, there's almost half a season to go here. We're just out of the all-star break. Yep. I I don't know if there's a hotter ticket when somebody comes to town than Shohei Otani. Like, if you're going to go around the sports yep. and rank who you want to see, I know it's tough because, because baseball is different in yep. terms of, like, the amount of thing like, totally. could, the guy can come up to the dish and ground up to first on the first pitch, and it's like, oh, wow, I paid how much to right. come here and see this? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to go see Mike Trout, and he just stands in the outfield, right? Or no balls hit no to him. No ball. Entirely like, possible. Yeah, yeah, and he goes, like, one for four with yep. a single, and you're like, wow, that was really worth and the price of A-Bs. But I think with more with baseball, it's like to tell people later on in your life that, like, I saw, I saw Shohei Otani in y. his totally. prime. I totally. saw this guy in his prime. You know, I saw... I I think Shohei Ohtani is really high in the list though because he pitches too. Yep. So if you were going to rank guys in sports that you are like, they're coming to Toronto, Mm and I guess it's harder for NFL because there's no NFL team, but if if there's a guy in the NFL that you're paying money, like who, where does, is Shohei Ohtani one? Um... I think from a proven
0: commodity standpoint mixed with the curiosity standpoint, I think he is the only guy that I would put higher on that list right now mm-hmm. off the top of my head and he's the least impressive of the bunch. If I kind of list all these guys because he's done literally nothing yet, it's Victor Wembanyama. Just seeing that freak of nature and what that yes. actually looks like. The, seven, seventh, five, yeah, the
1: seventh wonder of the world. Yeah.
0: yeah. I would like to see that, that but... That is not because of how impressive he is. I would, I would just as happily watch him do the decathlon. Mm-hmm. I just want to watch him move around yeah, out there, like, see how he's getting I'd around. I'd go to
1: him, watch him get groceries. A thousand percent.
0: <laughs> You'd be there with like uh, watching Leo Messi in Publix down in down in Miami. Hope
1: he got a Pub Sub. Hope
0: he did. Uh so I'm there, I'm there with you on he is already from any active guy number one. The mm-hmm. honestly the only guy I can think of. Now the difference is is if you're just a bigger fan of any sport, you're gonna mm-hmm. say, Oh, it's McDavid, or oh, it's Wembadiama or Giannis or whoever your guy is. But I mean, go like you said, go sport by sport here. There's nobody else in baseball who's even close. There are tons of sexy young players, no, but the pitching close. aspect just yeah. blows it out of the water, right? You look at the NHL, I think it's pretty safe to say that McDavid is one with a bullet there. I'm really lucky. I can put my hand up and say I've seen Connor McDavid play live a bunch of times. It's incredibly special. Mm-hmm. And with it being a hockey player, you do get a little bit of the best of both worlds where... You get a lot of action. You get a lot of action. He's going to get a lot of chances. And with him, it feels like two points is an inevitability. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty safe to put him there. You know, football, <clears throat> football is so tough because... I don't even know who that guy is the QB it, it is it'd but be, it'd be like my home, so I remember I remember when I was in university, I went to watch Cam Newton. this was like rookie year second year Cam Newton play the Lions, and I had awesome really? seats, and the idea of. Megatron and Cam Newton both in the peak of their power that was special but I think of how excited I was for that and it doesn't even come close to what it would be to if I'm going to sit in the lower bowl and have awesome seats to see Otani shove and then go one for three with a bomb nothing can live up to it man yeah. I really don't think anything can when is the only one that I'll hear otherwise
1: I think there's different sort of reasons yeah for tickets totally like I mean, if the Lakers are coming here yes. and you have a chance to see LeBron James. Yep. Have you seen LeBron James? Life? Never. Okay. I went and saw him play uh, when he was playing for the Cavaliers. They played against the Raps in like the DeMar era. Yeah. And I saw it. It was I can say that I always saw him. I almost but...
0: bought tickets last year because the Leafs had a night off when the Lakers came to town. I'm so happy I didn't
1: because he ended up uh, Not taking playing. the night off. Yeah, yeah, he didn't play. Neither did AD. It's LeBron, What are we doing here? Yeah, well, I mean, he's... he's I, I... Now, that's another problem with the with the NBA. We don't need to get into, but the load banding <laughs> especially when you're LeBron James yes. and you're Lakers, those guys sitting is yep. a those tickets were not cheap. No, no, those chi- tickets were probably the most expensive yeah, for sure. Team. Dynamic pricing, yeah. all that stuff, one thousand percent. But or like, I guess it's like the legacy guy. Yep. With like Sid, mm-hmm. if the Penguins are coming here, you're going to yep. get to see Sid. You're going to get to see Gino Malkin. You're going to get to see guys like that. I remember I was
0: at a, a stag, mm. and uh, it was like one of those card games, where, like you buy so many cards. And me and my buddy just were doing quick math of nobody was sniping these up, and it was Saturday night Pens Leafs or a – I think it was a Saturday or maybe a Wednesday night Caps Leafs. Me and my buddy were just doing the quick math of we can have like a 68, 70-ish percent chance to – Win these tickets if we just go, we just buy up half the squares and we did, and we won Sid tickets. And the guy coming up to us going, oh, I like Sid's my guy. And we're like, buddy, we're all a bunch of <laughs> hosers. Okay. Sid's all of our guys. But, and just to put it in perspective, it's like you have this Sid's other generational guy. Ovechkin yeah. guy, and we're all looking at it like, that's fine. You can have Ovi. We all just want Sid.
1: Yeah. I think it's just there's something different. Something obviously, different. it's a Canadian guy guys. Sure. We Gold, all love goal, yep. All that stuff. I'm trying to think of other ones. I think. This I, year? If he gets the record, like if you think
0: he's going to get the record, mm-hmm. saying I watched the guy who broke Gretzky's record, the only guy we're ever going to be able to say that about for pretty much anything, yeah. that was, it will ultimately. I mean, that I've club. seen him
1: play a couple of times. So yep. I wouldn't say it's the most. No. He's going stan- to electrifying he's, thing. He's
0: probably going to get mad a couple shifts a game, mm-hmm. take a big run at somebody, and he's probably going score. to rip bombs from the <laughs> exact spot you picture him doing it.
1: Yeah, and I think Ovi of you know. 2012 versus OV totally. the last couple of years animal. are a little different bit animal. different thing, Very but yeah, different. no, you're just going to, you're probably going to see a goal, yep. especially if it's against the Leafs because yeah, he always. owns the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. So I'm trying to think of what else, but I, I think this year, the intrigue and in seeing Connor Bedard. Yep. Totally. When he comes to town, that'll be something that's really exciting, but there's just nothing to me that I'm just looking at when the, when the angels come to town here and it's at the end of the month, there's a Saturday afternoon game. I can can only imagine what the oh. tickets are going to be going. Like, that's sure. going to be a really hot ticket. And I'm thinking about going on the Friday night. And, I'm, I'm you know, you got to make a point. Like, I'm yep. not sure when Otani's going to start. I don't know how that's going to line up. Mm-hmm. But I really do think that he's just one of those guys that if you want to tell your grandkids that you yep. were able to see Shohei Otani, who is literally Babe Ruth. Yep. Like, he's, I mean, well, not according to Mad Dog. If you yeah. said that to Mad Dog Russo, he I would love that. cut your head off. I love it. The greatest, I'm not going to do an impression of him, but he's a great, the greatest American athlete in all time. Yeah, like, he was all over it. So uh I'm really excited for him to come to Toronto. I think it's going to be a really big moment. I think he's just this kind of like this traveling roadshow right now. Mm-hmm. Wherever he goes, people are following. You have to see this guy live. He's doing stuff that's never been seen in the sport since Babe Ruth. It's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I'm just going, I'm racking my brain thinking of all the special guys we've seen, right? I mean, like. Tom Brady, the goldenest of golden childs, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, if you watch Tom Brady, it's probably going to go one of two ways. You're you're a Pats fan or a Brady guy, and you're going to watch the great two-minute drill, or you're watching him play your team, and he's going to rip your heart out at the very end of the game. Like, it's just a very different animal. And the idea of a quarterback, there's a literal half of the game where you're not seeing him. He's just sitting there on the sideline. So it's just very, right. very different.
1: I thought... Um I think
0: that if you're a uh, MLS fan, I th- I was thinking about this as well. Now Messi is there for right? sure, of course. Even I, like I, I watched that World Cup final.
1: I remember. I'm, <sighs> I'm so sorry they're not coming to Toronto. They're not not this year. Not how it works. Toronto, Toronto they already goes there. happened. No, no, Toronto's oh, Toronto going Toronto through. I, I I guess they don't come here this year. It stinks. Yeah, it's tough because I you know.
0: I mean, let's. Let's be honest, though, yeah. and I'm not going to to bring it back to the point we had about the NBA. Like, would you be shocked if Leo Messi was like, eh, international flight? I'm good. You guys go. Would you be shocked by that?
1: No. But no.
0: He, he would come. I think... You I think, do? I, I'm not going to pretend to have a read or understand the situation. I don't know if, I
1: don't know if people want uh, yeah, MLS it takes at yeah. 6.20 a.m. on yeah, this, one me. of the slowest news days of the year, but... <laughs> better, think, better than literally any other I, day. I think he... I think he probably feels the responsibility. Okay. When he's coming over here, like, okay, I got that. He's kind of a draw. Yeah. If you're if, if, if you uh, if you're, uh, a soccer fan, I'd you're say. pretty excited to see Leo Messi, and I think it'd be a pretty big slap in the face if he's coming to your town and he doesn't play, especially the fact that they're, there's not that many games left. Yeah, I was going to say d- lot, they don't play a lot. There's a last place team. Like, oh. You'd think that if he's coming over here, he's probably going to play in every game. I'm not even sure when his first game is. It's got to be coming up here. They did a big. In- Friday, I do. said. Said the voice in my ear. Friday, uh, it, they did a big introduction for him in Miami. It was like a love, sold out stadium. I to do introduce. love
0: the soccer intros. I would love a world where on July fifth. After Tavares signed, we all just piled in the Bank to watch him just kind of cruise around and shake hands well, with Brendan Shanahan and maybe flip they, a puck. They, do a st- they
1: stopped move. doing the North American ones after LeBron was like, not one, oh, not two. I, have they done one since then?
0: You're right. That, would that probably, that probably it. ended it. That's not good. It was a meme immediately. Let me tell you who would not have said that. John Tavares. He would have said, <laughs> maybe one. That's don't, it. Don't I'm going. I... I'm going to work. No one asked me
1: any more questions. Don't make get... me do my joint fires. Oh, it would be a tremendous honor to get one. Uh, yeah, and
0: uh, <laughs> we're still waiting, pal. We're still waiting. Yeah, you you nailed it with Otani again. I think Wembenyama is the only one, but that's just because he is such a. Physical freak, but it's not so much about what he does. It's just about a guy who, you know, we throw around the word unicorn a lot, but he truly, truly is one. So that's the only other one uh, for for me uh, that jumps out. Uh, another thing
1: we did want to touch on. I, actually, oh, what do you got? I, well, you know, just thinking about TFC mm. and thinking about great soccer players that came yep. to Toronto. Yep, Jermaine uh, no. no, I uh, did a five-hour show. From Niagara Falls at Leafs training camp with George Russell and Rob this. Wong back I in the day, this. and I had tickets to uh, the TFC game that night when uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic was coming to town oh. with, uh, with LA Galaxy, and I was just so I mean a five hour banger is so absurd. It's a lot. It was a really long show. Listen and to us for four hours on Friday. Yeah, yeah we're doing golf in on the, on the one segment, so we're we'll fine. But um, I got home and I was like, ah. Oh, I just don't think I can make it. I'm tired. I drove to Niagara. I drove home. I'm like, I I don't think I can make it. And Zlatan Ibrahimovic proceeded to score one of the greatest goals in soccer history. And like right go. in front of the south end. Right oh where I would have been sitting. And I didn't go. And I've never forgiven myself for it. It was, it was like a karate kick into the top corner. Unbelievable goal. Truly one of the best ever scored at BMO Field. And I was like, I'm a little tired. I'm not going to go. It was like a beautiful, like, uh, what was the training game? It would have been like September. Yep. Beautiful night. Didn't go mm. sour. Never forgave myself for that one. Ibrahimovic, uh, the well,
0: I guess he's not the owner of it, but the inspiration for one of my favorite play-by-play goals of all time of just mm. the guy saying Ibrahimovic, but getting increasingly more Ibrahimovic, 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 <laughs> Ibra- Ibrahimovic. The <laughs> and these just little side steps. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and yeah. we we do the uh, we we do the Bob Cousy was playing against plumbers. <laughs> let me tell you, there some plumbers over in whatever league that was in. That I he believe was in.
1: he was playing for Ajax, Ajax? And yeah, the Dutch in the Netherlands. League.
0: Yes, yeah. even I knew that. There you go. I'm a sneaky FIFA guy over here.
1: Yeah, that's how you knew that. Of course, that's <laughs> how
0: I knew that. Of course, I'm not going to, what am I, watching the, the Dutch League? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, so the other thing uh, we should probably touch on today, mm. and again, uh, not that we're, you know, big anniversary guys here, although mine's coming up. Also, fifth anniversary of my wedding. I just realized, okay, uh, get on that. Fifth anniversary of the Kawhi trade today. Memories of it at the time, Uh I have not been as stunned by a Toronto transaction since, it wasn't a transaction, but since everything that happened with the Leafs, like that is how long it's taken me with the Dubas exit and the presser and the Shanahan one. It has been, there has not been anything between those two things that have shocked me as much as just hearing Kawhi Leonard is a Raptor. I was honestly floored.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I'm trying to think of a trade or something that, just I out of think, the blue. I think the Marlins, Jays, yep. was stunning. But it was just, it was developed. Like, it was, uh, I think it was Morosi that broke mm-hmm. it or Rosenthal broke it. One of those two guys that were just, like, the details. And there's more. And Josh Johnson. <laughs> and more, and, and, Reyes, and, yep. and Mark Burley. I was like, oh, my God. But it, like, kept trickling out. God, Mark Burley. I love Mark Burley. Yeah, of course. But yeah, he's my, one of my favorite pitchers of all time. But he... Just that stunned, that shocked me. I'm trying to think of a, a Leafs trade that's really stunned me. There hasn't really been one. I no. mean, I guess Ryan O'Reilly was pretty stunning. I didn't expect it that was, to happen.
0: It was, but it was also the name that was bandied about forever, and because the Leafs are the Leafs and not where the Raptors occupy the landscape, it's like they're the team that was constantly tied to them, right? Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, Jake Muzzin. I mean, that came out of nowhere, but it's it's Jake Muzzin. Like, I'm not gonna over. I'm not. I don't want to underplay what he was for this team, but I also don't want to overstate what it was. You're getting a nice topish pair defenseman, and that's important. But it's not Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So no, what sorry, I, I was just
1: almost choked to death on nothing. On nothing. Okay. Okay. Cool. So yeah, that July 18th, 2018. Spurs have agreed to trade Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green to Toronto for Demar Derozan. Jakob Pertle and a protected 2019 first-round pick. League sources tell ESPN trade call at the league's uh, offices starting shortly. That was at 8:58 a.m. on July. Boy, what I wouldn't give for that around right now.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh. even just not the Raptors. Literally any team making what a trade of a that gift consequence from the content, content gods, gods. That
1: was, but I. It's a franchise-altering. Big kahuna trade by Masai Ujiri, which, you know, he really, really, really risked everything to do. Like, I'll never... Like, DeMar DeRozan, you know, you talk about how his playoffs went and how Mm -hmm. things went with him. You can talk about that. He was beloved. He was a... People loved Demar Derozan, myself included. He was totally. in the greatest Raptor of all time conversation. Everybody, mm-hmm. he was a great soldier for this team. Great regular seasons. Yeah, we'll talk about the playoffs. Wasn't great in the when the playoffs, but he was really, really good for a lot of good Raptors teams that yep. just couldn't get by LeBron, LeBron. James. Which, I mean, join the club. <laughs> Say that about a lot. Yeah, of that's. Dudes. There's lots of guys, and thankfully for you, I'm not retiring. Um, I just. For him to put that out there, and you know, Jakob Purdle wasn't Jakob Purdle at that time. It was no. this was a ten- <laughs> that's a
0: guy you that's a guy you give up first round pick for at the deadline when you're <laughs> going nowhere, he's so good. It was a
1: ten out of ten risk and a ten out of ten win. I actually think the most excited I was, and it wasn't this because we all remember like was it Chris Haynes that tweeted that he wasn't gonna report? Yeah. And like there was like a lot of like he's not coming here mm-hmm. and then that picture. Yes. I don't know when that picture came out probably what a week later mm-hmm. maybe less of him standing in I guess the OVO athletic yeah. center looking like super thrilled <laughs> <laughs> it was not a flattering we photo got a yeah, yeah, yeah. he was just standing there like yes I'm here and I, I you know I was thinking a lot about this cuz um Daniele texted about it yesterday and you know, I was thinking a lot about you guys had a
0: textathon while I was getting in oh my yeah. pre Connors nap.
1: Oh yeah, we were, we were we were texting. I was on the golf course. Me and me and Danielle were texting. But I just I thought about the regular season and I thought about how you look back on it and you re- remember what an incredible season that was. It was mm-hmm. a championship, but God, it was a bumpy road. Oh my God, it was a bumpy, bumpy road to get to where they got to. And the regular season in general, like. The amount of times they rested him and, like, he was hurt and he's just like, oh, my God, you're walking on this tightrope with him. Uh, what's the name of the what's the name of the trainer that everybody was like? Oh, Dick McKechnie. McKechnie was like the MVP yeah. of the season. He was always working with them. They did whatever. That's the part of me that always sticks in my craw. Okay. Is just like I know you wanted to go home. It yeah. Just one more year. The Raptors would have defended that title. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. with the, the way the league was at that point, it was a transition. You know, you think about the Warriors. Yeah, bring look the whole like. band back. Gasol, Ibaka, all the guys. You yeah. come back one year, and the For way sure. the Raptors treated you and the way that they gave, they gave into every single one of your needs, kind of like the Leafs do with like Matthews. They mm-hmm. gave into every single one of his needs, and he just didn't give them one more year, and he went and paired up on the crappy Clippers with crappy Paul George, yep. and they never did anything. It's just I and then won- he got all the Raptors over there. He's like, get yeah. Norm Powell. I wonder, I and you would never know because he's a robot. And he'd never answer the question. And, you know, even if he wanted to answer the question, mm-hmm. he wouldn't do it. If he regrets it. Like, I wonder if there's any, any part of him. I know he got one championship, and I know that's probably all he cares about. He won the championship. He was the finals MVP on two separate yeah. teams. Not many guys have done that. But, like... They could have definitely won that next title.
0: I think he thinks split minds about it. Regret the decision he made. I bet there is zero regret there. Just knowing everything, which isn't a ton about Kawhi, but I think it's pretty safe to say there's no regret there. He would make that decision 10 times over again, but he would also probably agree with everything you're saying. Yeah, honestly, run it back one more year, but we know the way the NBA works. And if a team like the Clippers has a cap hold for you for a year, they're not going to hold it for two. And if he wanted to go home, obviously the idea of Kawhi and LeBron coexisting is a complete non-starter. So that was the only place he was going to go. So I don't think he would actually have any regret. I'm completely with you. I do think that they run that back. The other, you you mentioned how touch and go it was in terms of the team dynamics mm-hmm. as well. I remember I met a, I want to say it was a November Raptors 76ers games. This is like early in the season. Big test beast Mm -hmm. of the East and Kawhi Came out of the game at a non-regular, like, interval for him. Oh, boy. And he just kind of had, like, the slightest of gimpy walk to the bench. And everybody in the crowd immediately was like, look at that. I don't like this. And then he came back in the game four minutes later, and it was fine. Mm -hmm. But I remember every time he would grimace. You're like, ah, they blew up the DeRozan core for this. (laughs) Now, the other part of it is the legacy that's come out of this. And it is Masai Ujiri. I truly believe this in my heart of hearts him believing he can always turn a good enough core Mm -hmm. into Kawhi Leonard's. Yeah. I think that's the problem. There's a
1: guy out there right now that you might be able to do it for. This
0: has been the longest problem with with what's happened with the Raps is that they have been waiting for their next Kawhi Leonard trade. Now, the Lillard piece that's out there, I think that's an interesting one, but I also think we got to realize of what Kawhi Leonard was. He wasn't a guy who we thought could do this. He's a guy who had done this already in his NBA career. And that's the other part of it as well. So I will never have a bad word to say about the Kawhi trade. How could you, except for what it has turned this Raptors team into now, of the we'll be good enough and then maybe one day we can turn it into true superstar X.
1: He's kind of, I mean, the whole front office is kind of still dining out on that trade. For sure. Right? Like we talk about... Oh, don't get me started on everything that's happened the last yeah, 12 months with this team. I mean, not even 12 months. I, mean, I, I, go get, back to, I have
0: a much longer grace period of everything out of the bubble. They should have traded a lot There, that
1: deadline. There's, I, there's, I, they've I, made a ton I of mistakes. I actually do
0: not get as worked up about that one, but the last 12 months specifically have driven me insane.
1: So I went to two games during the Kawhi year. Yeah. I went to... um the, I think the first game at home... or maybe it wasn't the home opener, but they played the Boston Celtics early. Mm-hmm. And they beat them, and him and Danny Green had this, like, combined block where I were... And that was when Kyrie Irving was on the Celtics. Yep. I still say to this day that I've never had my breath taken away <laughs> by somebody's pure skill. Yeah. Like I was by Kyrie Irving up close. Like, oh, I sat in the lower absurd. bowl. Like, I legitimately went... <gasps> Yeah. Like four times, like he just like takes your breath away. But Kawhi and him had Kawhi and Danny Green had this unbelievable tandem block where they both like got up to the top of the bat. Well, more Kawhi, but they yeah. both like it was an unbelievable. It's really play. nice of
0: you to lump Danny in. It there.
1: was. It was. It was amazing. And then I went to the return of Demar Derozan. Oh, and poor Demar turning the ball over yeah. to. Kawhi at half court to basically end the game and damar had been had a great i remember this he had, so. had a great game and he turned it over and basically the whole crowd was just gladiator yeah thumbs down like they're just like kill <laughs> <"Come on."> <laughs> him! like it was just and everyone turned i have like the guys in the washroom were like that's why we never won anything with Damar. i was like oh my god poor damar and the other memory i have from that game is they did like the tribute video for oh, for, for DeMar. Demar, but they're like DeMar Rosen and Jakob Pirtle. <laughs> like did it as, like, in tandem. I was like, yeah, we're all cheer for you, Yacob rookie. Kid. Franchise great. Bag of
0: milk. Yeah, exactly rookie. the same thing.
1: So, yeah, uh, it's, you know, I, I do long for the days of the Raptors being, like, even the DeMar Kyle days of them being really good. Mm-hmm. Because I think you take for granted in the NBA for sure. just being Good and being decent, right? Like, how many Knicks fans would have traded just being the Raptors' core for six years where they were just horrible, right? Like, the Knicks have been so bad for so long. They're turning it around now. Mm -hmm. For that whole time, they would have happily traded. And, you know, now I think the Raps are headed for... Mushy middle to bottom Like they're not Going to be good this year Like I guess If you keep Siakam Which you probably what Shouldn't do What are you talking
0: do. about They got a franchise changer Your man oh. Number one Grady, Grady Dick, Dick.
1: I, Buddy I'm, I'm the <laughs> Yeah there's so many I just, uh, You can't just make no any jokes On the radio for you, yeah. <laughs> There's like seven That went through my mind there And I, I'm like None of them are good It was really
0: good It was actually like a, It was like an old timey Cartoon character Where you're watching The entire fear Come across his mind As he was making All the jokes <laughs> That he did not say uh,
1: uh, Yeah, head. They're just going to stay They're gonna stink. Like I don't. I don't think they have the depth of talent. I don't think you know. I don't think Pascal Siakam necessarily wants to play with these guys. I think they probably should trade them. And if they do that, they're really gonna stink. Like Mm -hmm. we're headed here for a. I think extended stretch of the Raptors being a below average NBA team. And that sucks because I really like when my favorite basketball team is good,
0: which makes last year so much more infuriating because that was the year to be bad. It wasn't just about women. Yama it's about scoot who ended up falling to three, you know, a guy like Grady Dick, the end up getting, you love him, but you wish it was something that could actually change the franchise. It's not just a nice piece to have as, as part of the puzzle. And
1: the the people that always push back to like, Oh, well, you know, it's only a 20% chance. Well, when you lose to, who'd they lose to? The Bulls in their yes. play-in game? Yes. Yeah, you have a 0%, 0% chance yep. of getting it. It's like, well, what would you rather take? the You know, it wasn't 20%, by the way. Was it like 10? Yeah. It was 10. It's like the Leafs had a 20% chance at Austin Matthews, and they got them. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing with lotteries is sometimes you win, sometimes people you win them. You know, like that's why they keep selling lots of tickets because people <laughs> win the lottery. So... And like you said, could have got Scoot, could have had a franchise Yeah, it's not chaser. just about Brandon, Brandon Miller, Miller, who looks unbelievable in Summer yeah. League. Like, there's just so many things that could have gone your also, way. Also,
0: did you see that? I'm not going to pretend to be a draft Nick, mm. but that Cam Whitmore who fell, everybody liked him, and he fell, like, way mm-hmm. to the end to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Summer League MVP. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's... I don't know. It's not...
0: Yeah. Normally it's not nothing. Or okay, Normally it's the guy nothing. Guy that falls. Guy that falls. Well,
1: I think chip on the shoulder. super that's skill. It. That's it. The yeah. thing is, it's like it's hard to fa- it's hard to quantify when a good guy falls. Exactly the wanting to prove everybody wrong factor mm, versus getting taken true. high. That's what happened to Anthony Bennett. Yep, he was never the first overall pick. Nope. He had to live up to that, and it just. Boom! Out of the league, like if he's the 20th overall pick, I believe he has a good NBA career. It just it it was too much pressure to live up to. Anyways. Too much. Too much. Did too you expect soon. an Anthony Bennett take this morning?
0: No, I didn't. I <laughs> I almost gave I, I it was bad. If so because I forgot it, but I almost gave you a wild comparison somewhere in this conversation. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> but I'm happy. I'm happy that I didn't do that. A uh, lot more to come on the show today. Corey
1: Connors. Nice. I
0: spoke with him yesterday. We will have that conversation for you coming up at 7.30. I'm a
1: true golf guy, though, because I was too busy to do the golf interview because I was golfing. Threw you under the bus
0: in the interview yeah, to good. Corey Connors. Uh, mentioned to him that you were teeing it up. Uh, somebody who loves to tee it up as well, Justin Bourne. going to join us at 7 o'clock. Shai Davidi at 8 uh, with the latest on uh, the not Marcus Stroman trade <laughs> that will not be happening. And Nake Bjorkian, uh the former Raptors assistant coach, current associate head coach with the Canadian senior men's national team. We will talk to him later on in the show loaded show for you uh, we got 37 minutes in the books here proud of you McKee Thank proud you. of me uh, fan morning show gunning and McKee on Sportsnet 590 the fan
1: Sportsnet 590 the fan
0: fan morning show Frank Gunning Sam McKee here with you Blue Jays back at it tonight Off day last night. How dare you? We need a tentpole item to discuss. We will get that tonight when Alec Manoa is on the bump for the Blue Jays. Starting up a series with the Padres. Padres, tougher team than they have proved to be this year. So we shall see what happens there. Of course, as always, you can hear it right here on Sportsnet 590. The Fan, the Blue Jays radio network. Check it out on Sportsnet Mm -hmm. and Sportsnet Now as well.
1: I I like this uh, text we got from Chad in Peterborough. I feel like the hole-in-one tradition... Probably started with a person making an ace and wanting to celebrate, and the only way to get people to stay was to buy everyone a drink. It's really the only explanation that makes any sense. Definitely needs to change, though. Disagree with you on that, but it's a good theory. Mm.
0: You're just like you're like an old Scottish guy with no
1: friends. Like, oh come on, yeah, have a guy from, time with from me, banshees of yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's basically it's the dull guy, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Calling. yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, his that name, the, is, no, I can't that's, remember. that's the actor's name. I don't...
0: Colin Farrell, did you see that movie? No. I don't. Oh, my God. A, come on. I'm a father. I got I got like three movies oh, yeah. in me a year now.
1: Oh, yeah. You're going to watch Godfell- Goodfellas for the 100th time? Yeah, I try, will. Try I Vance, maybe you will. Shirt, it's yeah. excellent. You'd I, love it.
0: It doesn't... It's about I, a grumpy guy. It's perfect for you. I don't... Buddy, I don't need a movie about that. Oh, that's called Tuesday. It's an excellent movie. I, I need a movie. Just, just a side note. You don't got to give me the ending. Tell me what it's about. The Banshees of Inish It sounds like a sci-fi film or something. I won't tell you the ending. No, I but don't. it's about two guys that are friends. Okay, and she'd probably that's it. She'd probably, and a donkey. She probably call it "I Love You, Man." Then. Uh, oh no, wait, they already did that one. It's a donkey. Like and that there's a donkey movie. involved. There's involved a donkey. There. Yeah, there's a donkey involved, there. and it's got to be honest. Sales pitch needs a little refining.
1: Have you guys seen it behind the glass?
0: No, there's a the, the, the blank. Heads? The
1: blank is a slates. Uh, no, Daniele, no,
0: no, no chance, wow. no chance.
1: That's an excellent Yeah, yeah flick. they're
0: all extremely, extremely confused. I'm I'm what? aware of what you're talking about,
1: but really? I have no desire oh, to see you'd this. You'd love it. I okay. guarantee you'd love it. Right. I promise you'd love it. Okay. So just don't watch it as like you're like, I'm gonna watch this when I get home from this show okay. movie. Because you will be asleep in two minutes. Oh, okay. Well yeah. I mean, well I'm I mean, kind any, of the only but any show you put on, it's gonna be like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't put on anything I care about when I get home because I know if I close Actually, my eyes for one minute, this I'll be is asleep. True.
0: I am a big uh you know, I will not shout them out here, but I'm a big, like, watching golf YouTube videos while I sleep guy. Not, like, <laughs> fix your slice videos. That would be too chaotic. <laughs> There's nothing that would put me to sleep less than, here's how you fix your slice. Yeah, we know. We know. Stronger uh, grip. Inside down. <laughs> yeah, we got it, okay? No, like, the, like we're going to go play a bunch of courses in New Zealand or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Uh, so, there was actual NHL news yesterday. Mm. I was floored by it. Still not.
1: You were floored by it? No. In terms of that there was news?
0: Just that there was news, not by the actual news in and of itself. You uh, trade for a guy in Ross Colton, which is exactly what the the Avalanche did from the Lightning there. You lock him up to a four-year deal. Uh, I feel like this is obviously a bit of a better player, but pretty similar comments to what we said about Genoa yesterday. Yep. Good on you. Probably never going to kill you. How do you feel about the deal?
1: Um, I thought it was pretty universally lauded by... A lot of people that I saw in terms of them thinking it was way too much money. Mm. I think there was like holy overpay was the number one thing I saw from uh, my Twitter, at least. You know, that's a good place to gauge in terms yep. of people's thoughts on sporting things. And it's good to place as any. It's our public square. It's, it's, I was surprised it's by that. Burning like, to hell, as I'm we I'm not speak, sure. But not sure. We got. I'm not sure. Maybe it's just that I've watched him play yep. so much in the last four years. That's I guess when did, when did he come up? 2021? He is a ball of hate. That's it. He is an excellent player. Like, the guy, can, he's got a scoring touch. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll be elevated a little bit more in Colorado than he was in Tampa. Like, he was always buried on the third yep. line. He didn't play a whole lot. But, man, that guy is a great hockey player. And somebody who is going to be a contributor for the Avalanche. And their fans are going to love him. Like, that's a guy that... I would have liked the least to trade for that guy. He's a really, really good player. They're never going to trade him Yeah, you see in the why division. they couldn't have. Yeah, yeah. well, because they were going to pay him that, I guess. Yep. But there was just... Um, yeah, I, I was impressed by that trade to get him, and I was completely fine with that contract. Do you think it was too much? It is a bit much. Four times four for a guy who has
0: proven to have some scoring touch, but the points don't necessarily follow it. Like, if I give you his goal totals the last two seasons, 22 and 16... I was going to say,
1: what's his career high? 21 is
0: what I was going to say. 22 and 16 is what he's had the last two years. In third line minutes. What's his his average ice time? Uh, I do not have that in front of me. But the points don't necessarily follow, right? 39 points and 32 points. When you think of a guy who is a 20-goal scorer, you usually think of somebody with a little more offense than that. Now, the other part of it is that in 52 career playoff games, he's got 20 points, including a cup-winning goal. That's the other part of this that... Cannot be not counted as part of the value here. This is an avalanche team that is, of course, like all teams that have superstar players in win now mode. This is a guy who's proven he can do it. So is it would I feel way better about the deal if it was four times 3.2 or Mm 3.5? Yeah, I would. I think it is a touch of an overpay in that regard. But I also think to your point that this is a guy who probably gets a few more points bumped up the lineup, but I don't know that he turns into a 30 goal guy either.
1: In the his last five in the games against Toronto, yep, he played thirteen fifty one, twelve twenty nine, twelve forty four, fourteen fifty two, fourteen twenty two. Mm-hmm. So I bump think him it, up fifteen sixteen minutes a night. No, I I think this is going to be one of those contracts that people make fun of, mm. and then like next year, everyone's like, oh my god, what a steal when he's playing actually it, twenty five goals is not out of the question for me for him. Like, no, I don't I, think I, so. I think twenty five goals and just the way he plays, he's hard nosed. Just a gritty guy. Big fan of his. So I uh, like that signing a lot by the Avalanche. I think that's just, you know. Well, how, And I want to be clear.
0: However mm. I feel about the money, getting him for a second-round pick is a steal of a steal. That's a great young player, a good young player that you're getting at the perfect time. He's accomplished enough, yeah. but there's, not, there's still a lot of yeah, tread left be, on his that tires. That can't be
1: overstated, is that. This guy has played in a ton of big games as a young player. Mm-hmm. and That molds you. It just changes yeah. who you are, man. And you're going into a roster with Stanley Cup aspirations, and they're like, hey. They've done we can- it, too. Yeah, they've done it, and they want to do it again. Mm-hmm. And they added a guy who is not going to be afraid to step into a lineup there and play well in big games and maybe score a Stanley Cup winning goal again. So, yeah, liked a lot.
0: Yeah, I do like that move for them. Just kind of looking at what they've got up front. So obviously their centers, uh, they took a bit of a hit there losing comfort. Uh, maybe you don't feel like that's a hit. Uh, so they're going to roll with, you know, Colt's a guy who uh, at least cap friendly has him listed as a center. I definitely think of him as more of a winger. But if that's something they're going to use him as as well, that only adds to his value there. You could see him getting some time with Janssen. You could see him being kind of a pesty line with a guy like Lekanen, which doesn't necessarily boost the scoring numbers. But that really, really helps your team. I love the Lekkonen pickup for the Avs the year that they went on and won the cup. That was a really nice one. I think Colton could just kind of fit perfectly with them. And I think for teams like this, and the Leafs are right there, you need these guys who, should they get bumped down, can really still thrive in a third-line role, but have the ability to do something when they're given a chance to get bumped up top. Because we think of it all the time of, you know, I always have this conversation with people. And I want to be clear, Sheldon Keefe does mess around with the lines too much, but everyone else has this Mm -hmm. idea that every NHL team decides their lines in permanent marker on the first day of training camp and never changes them. This guy's going to play in a bunch of different roles and he's a guy who can excel in them.
1: Yeah. I I just kind of wish Lisa had the guy who does it the most. I I don't disagree.
0: I want to be clear. This is not me saying Sheldon Keefe should experiment even more with the lines, but I think that we get bogged down in this idea of no, no. Boston has the perfection line and they play together all the time. That's not true. They get broken up. All the time, because that's what teams do. But I'm with you; it's too much from the Leafs. I didn't mean to make it about that. I'm just no. Let's make it about the Leafs.
1: Okay. I cannot believe Keith is the coach again. I'm floored. Like, I sit here if on if you July would have told me, and if, I'm
0: like, we're doing this again. Eh? I don't even. I want to be. I want to be clear about this. I don't even actually, in the grand scheme of things, hmm. have as much of a problem with it as everyone else does. I am just floored. It was the easiest thing. In the world
1: to change. Well, the thing is, there's no replacement. That's why they didn't do it. Well, there were. Well, until they were all gone. Because oh, that. Well,
0: exactly. You tap dance, you waited around, and then they're all gone. Mm-hmm. So I I am floored. It was the easiest thing in the world to do. Sheldon Keefe is a good NHL coach. I do actually firmly believe that in my heart of hearts. Okay. If we've been through this too many times. We've seen this too that, many times. I
1: think that's a thing that you just say. Like, I think that's like a thing you say to like, not be offensive that he's like, no, I actually,
0: I do think I, I like the fact. And again, I know people think he does it too much. And again, there is a, there's a middle ground in here somewhere, but I like that he pushes the buttons he has available to him. Now, this is part of a much larger conversation about if one of those buttons is being mean to the players or saying literally anything bad to them. I think that if he has been neutered in that regard, that is a massive part of a coach's toolkit. So to say Ah, my mechanics, no good. It's like, well, he doesn't have any wrenches. He's doing pretty well with a hammer and a blowtorch here. That's kind of how I feel about Sheldon Keefe. So I, I understand that people will say that about guys who are, if Keefe
1: had got fired, would he have got a job immediately as a head coach in the NHL?
0: I don't know that it is a slam dunk that he would have been (sighs) picked up immediately in this hiring cycle. But I think that any team that is in a winning cycle, and why would you fire your coach midseason if you're not? Mm-hmm. He would have been very near the top end of the list for guys because, again, say what you want about the playoff stuff, and there's a lot right to be said about it, but if you're a team that's firing your coach midseason, it's to get your team into the playoffs, and he has proven, again, with a great roster and all the other things, mm-hmm. but the ability to do that in a super loud market. So, I, yeah, I do think he's a good NHL coach.
1: No, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. Know. I just don't think he would
0: have got a job right away. I don't. I don't think it is a slam dunk by any means. But I think that so much of so much of what Sheldon Keith is as an NHL coach is this great unknown. Like yeah. the question I have for him: If now, how I about
1: would, a known? Hmm? How about a known? Yeah, Would that, like you know, it's like they hired the hockeyman general manager uh, who was a known. Like maybe. Well, how that's a, going so great. How about a known? If, I mean, I think it is going pretty great. Uh, it's fine.
0: It'll, it'll, there's, there's one thing that has to happen. And then another, I would like to happen. And until one, until those things happen, it can't be going that great.
1: Mm. Anyways.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, that's
1: not a topic you'd care to pick up on. I think hammering
0: I, Sheldon I, Keefe. A-okay. I think they're going to be quite critical of no, Brad. I, no, Listen,
1: I've been very willing to be critical of Brad. Triliving, but I've liked a lot of what he's done so far. And I think he's going to get it done with Matthews. And he's probably going to trade Neilander. I'm fine with all those outcomes. So there you go.
0: Okay. I, uh, I am okay in theory with trading William Nylander. I'd like to see how it goes because I watched how that guy's last big trade went, and it went
1: terribly. The trade that you loved. When it happened, yeah, you absolutely love it. You're just
0: giving me the take. I'm allowed to be wrong. I'm allowed to be critical. I'm allowed to change my mind. Just like what an incredible trade! They won it, and guess what?
1: You and the rest of the hockey world. Oh my God, what a trade! And then they played the results. But you do this all the time. You love to play the results. Yeah, yeah, but it's obviously it was a good trade. Well, at the time it was a good trade. Everyone thought it was a huge trade. And then what happened to his team?
0: Uh, Like this. This is just a complete 180 of every Kyle Dubas argument we've ever had, where I say no. Well, how can you not say that look at the process you're just telling me the process Wait, what, was
1: the good. Kyle, what, what does kyle dubas have to do with this
0: well i'm saying that this is the exact <laughs> argument you would make about no what are you talking about i'm allowed to change my mind i'm not the gm of the leafs yeah. i'm allowed to be wrong about this yeah. i'm definitely not the gm yeah. of the calgary freaking flames of yeah. all teams yeah. so i'm allowed to be wrong about that yeah and guess what i still think tree can be a great gm for this team as well i'm just not going to start handing out any credit until the only thing that really matters this offseason gets done
1: yep and it will Okay. And then will uh, be fine. And I want to be clear.
0: I think it will as well. Yeah. But until then, I, I'm not in the mood to be handing out any uh, any extra credit until I actually see mm. it done. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, good talk. On Sheldon Keefe, I don't know that we're that far apart. On Bradshaw Living, I think uh, saying, a little more there.
1: Saying Keefe is a good NHL coach is like saying, well, he's a nice guy when you got nothing else good to say. that's Eric and Georgetown. I
0: disagree because I laid out all the reasons why I do think he's a good NHL coach. You know who's not a good guy? Eric in Georgetown. There it is. Hammering Whoa. me
1: on the text line. I'm gonna hammer you right back. I had many beverages with Eric and Georgetown on Saturday night.
0: And well, he is a spectacular guy with a spectacular beard. Gee, I wonder why he's taken your side in the argument. Uh five ninety, five ninety on the text line. Please include your name and location. Do you want me to go to break or do you want to keep arguing about Brad for Living and uh Oh no? We we're talking about Sheldon Keith. Okay. Yeah. I mean we can we can argue about whatever I want. I'm the one talking. Uh Fan Morty Show. Brad gotta get Samba Key. Justin Bourne joining us next. What perfect timing to bring him in. Surely he will say bad things about Sheldon Keefe as well. Uh, we know he loves to do that. Not so much, but he is critical when he needs to be. Bourne joins us next. One hour in the books here. Fan Morning Show with Gunning and McKee on Sportsnet the fam